a budget has nothing to do with work. It has to do with managing the monthly income that you receive so that you can get the most out of it. And when it comes to retirement, it's trying to figure out what is that number? Uh, what should that number be? So a budget is just, you know, basically what I would call a formal plan for being a faithful manager. Hello, and welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Going very well. You know, today I feel like as we dive into the topic today that we should probably give some sort of warning, hmm. right? Because we're going to use a word throughout today that some people like they cringe when they hear it. Mm -hmm. And so we probably should give like a trigger warning or something okay. because we're going to talk today about a budget a budget well you yeah. had me worried there for a second i wasn't sure you know <laughs> sometimes we prep for these uh podcasts and we never know you know we can talk about this for 30 minutes before we get on the air and then all of a sudden you throw something at me like this at me yeah i'm not sure where you're going with this but yes for a lot of people it's a dirty word uh the word budget but uh, it's something that has to be talked about yeah absolutely and so so far this season we've been talking about the seven areas of financial planning and I know in our last episode, we talked about liquidity planning. And uh, now we're going to take a dive into the income planning part of the seven areas. But just so if someone's joining us for the first time today, what what are the seven areas of financial planning that need to be addressed, especially when it comes to retirement income planning? Well, yeah, I'll just start with the end in mind, and that is freedom planning. The whole goal of everything that we do here is for people to have freedom. And when we talk about freedom, we're talking about the hashtag that we use on pretty much everything that we do, and that is a hashtag G-S-E-L, which stands for the freedom to give and to serve and to enjoy life. So in order for people to be free to do those things, they need a freedom plan. So that's one part, that's one area of the seven. But to get there, you need the other six. And the other six are broken down really into two categories. There's income planning and there's impact planning. And we're really on the first part of that on the income planning side of the equation. And when it comes to income planning, uh, there is liquidity planning, income planning, and then there is actually growth planning, liquid income and growth. And then on the impact side, there is tax, insurance, and legacy. So we'll get to that later on. So we're really on the second of seven areas of a full freedom plan that we want people to have. Absolutely. And, you know, for those that have been listening for a while and those that are clients of Wise Wealth, when you say that, they can probably visualize three different buckets, liquid, income, and growth. Because for for since the beginning, we're Simplify Retirement, that's what we talked about is retirement income planning is broken down into those three areas, liquid, income, and growth. And income is honestly the reason why most people come and talk to us in the first place. Because they want to know that when they stop working, when they have made work optional, like we talked about, that they can pay their bills. Well, it really is the the simplify part of this whole thing. It's what keeps it simple. Uh, when you have three buckets, it's very easy to understand. It's very easy to comprehend. Take all of someone's assets and divide it into three buckets. How much should you have liquid? Uh, let's put whatever we need uh, in for liquid expenses into that bucket. Whatever we don't use for that is available for income and growth. So whatever we don't put in the income bucket is available for the growth bucket. And so um, it, it makes it simple, but it is also what you just mentioned. That's the reason why 
uh, people saved. They saved for retirement. In other words, people saved, they payroll deducted, they sacrificed income today so they can have an income tomorrow. And so the majority of people's savings for retirement is to turn around and produce an income stream. And that's why even what we're going to talk about today is so extremely important. It's the number one reason why people have saved their whole life. And that is they can make work optional, but then how much income will you need when you retire? Yeah, absolutely. And so when we talk about income planning, we're going to talk, uh, it may take a couple episodes. I don't know how long we're going to go on this topic here, but you know, there's a couple different areas that we look at it, but the first that has to be addressed is what we call the budget. So if someone were to ask, what is a budget for retirement income or just in general, what is a budget? How would you define that? Well, I, I learned a long time ago that a budget is just simply telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. So it's basically having a plan for your income before you receive it. And one of the things about growing up just in general, when we have kids and we're teaching our kids about money and finances when they first you know, start out in life, the whole idea is you don't just take whatever comes in and then make your decisions you know, on what to do after it gets there. Um, a lot of people live a lot of their life with, you know, thank God it's Friday. Oh, God, it's Monday. You know what I mean? The money's gone already. And so, and a lot of people are spending more than what they have coming in. So we want people to say, no, what you've got to do is have a plan before you actually receive it. Before the income's coming in, decide where it's going to go. Then it will be a servant and not a master, which is what we want it to be. And so budgeting is a major part of life. It's a major part of growing up in life. And that is so you don't spend more than you make. And so that doesn't change just because someone's in retirement. Uh, you don't need a budget while you're working. But then now all of a sudden I don't need a budget because now I'm retired. A budget has nothing to do with work. It has to do with managing the monthly income that you receive so that you can get the most out of it. And when it comes to retirement, it's trying to figure out what is that number? Uh, what should that number be? So a budget is just, you know, basically what I would call a formal plan for being a faithful manager. You want to be a faithful manager of the resources that you have. So you need to make sure you've got a plan for that. And so the way to do a budget in retirement is going to be to figure out your monthly expenses, which I know we'll talk a little bit about in today's episode. Yeah. And, you know, you're talking about training kids too and all that and teaching them. And so I was thinking about even as my daughters have gotten older and gone out and gone grocery shopping, right? It, I've seen it with myself too. If I go to the store with a plan, and I know exactly what I'm going to buy, I don't overspend. Right. If I go with no plan, you'd be amazed at what I come home with and how much I've spent by the time it's done, right? Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing with our monthly income and, and expenses if we don't make a plan for it. That's right. So important. And that's really what a budget is. So you, we, we talk about, you, you know, it's a dirty word for some people because they don't want to be restricted. But it's really not about being restricted. It's about having freedom. It's about knowing what you can spend and being able to enjoy what you spend. It'd be one thing to go to the grocery store and say, you know, here, you know, we have this much money with us. We have to get these five items. As long as we get these five items, it doesn't matter what we do with the rest. 
So the fun part about it is buying those five items for the best deal we can possibly get and then not feeling guilty about spending the rest of the leftover money that we had because we knew we got the essentials taken care of. That's what a budget does for people. Yeah, it almost gets rid of that buyer's remorse where I feel bad because I spent it. That's right. When you give yourself the freedom to spend it because you planned for it, you can enjoy it. Absolutely. So it's really a tool to give you uh, the ability to spend without guilt. And, 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 you know, sometimes people still have that in retirement. They're afraid to spend this money because they don't know if they should be because they may have these other bills. So we just want to put it down on paper, write down your expenses um, in retirement so that you know what has to be paid is getting paid. And then what you have left over to be able to do the fun stuff in retirement. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned an important thing written down, just like with the plan. We've talked about it. A plan needs to be written down. Same thing with the budget. you got to write it down or else it's not really a true budget. So uh, unless you're a you know mathematician, unless you're some <laughs> sort of you can literally to the dollar, you know yeah. what I mean, know what you have you know uh, allocated to spend every month and you subtract it in your mind and you know exactly but no. Yeah. Uh, very important like everything else to have it written down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then of course that's what it is, but the, the real question would be why is it important? And I can think of a few reasons why it's important, but yeah. I'd be curious why do you think it's so important to have a budget especially when we get to retirement income planning. Yeah. Um, obviously, to to budget in retirement, you know, one of the first things that comes to mind is the fact that there is no income plan without an income number. We always tell everybody there's really two variables that we have to have in order to put together a retirement income plan. Number one is when do you want to retire? And the second one is how much income do you need in retirement? And so when we say that, how much income do you need in retirement, what we're talking about is a budget. So we need to figure out what are your expenses going to be in retirement and in writing those down. So that's one reason you need it. Another reason you need it is because you need to know if you have enough assets to cover the income you need in retirement. Um, and then also, number three, maybe to, to determine maybe you have enough assets, but what is, and this is really one of the things we do when it comes to planning, and I think we'll actually talk about this in another episode, and that is we always want to typically use the least amount of your assets to cover your income need. Uh, so that way you can have fun with the rest of the money. So it's very important to get specific about your budget in retirement because everything else is based on that number. Number one, can you retire at the time that you want to? How much of your assets is going to take to retire? And what's the least amount of assets it would take to guarantee that number? So there's a lot that goes into that. The reasons why someone needs to have a budget in retirement. Yep. And, you know, I was thinking, too, when you were talking about what a budget is and how some people think, well, maybe I need it while I'm working, but not while I'm retired. But the one of the challenges with, and you hear people talk about it all the time, one of the challenges with retirement is you are now on a fixed mm-hmm. income versus when you're working, you may be able to put in overtime. You may be able to do other things to make up for spending more, but especially when you go move from potentially a variable yep. income to right. fixed income, it becomes even yeah. more important. You know, it seems like every, you know, we teach these classes, uh, Simplify Your Time, we'll ask the question, you know, what happens to your income when you retire? And we ask the class this question, and normally we get the answer of, it goes down. And I always say, well, yes, it, it may go down, but that's not the answer we're looking for. The answer is, it becomes fixed. 
uh, like you're saying, you know, you, you could work your whole life and, you know, you might have a few months where you did go crazy. You spent more than you earned. You went into a little bit of debt, but you know you've got something on your side and that's time. Hey, I can work extra hours. I can take an extra job. I can uh, I, I can I can do work overtime. I can work do all these things to make up for it. But all of a sudden when you're not working anymore. Um, you can't just spend more than what's coming in every month. Otherwise, your nest egg and these kinds of things are going down. So it is very important um, to have a number in retirement because the income, like you're saying, is a fixed number. I can't just go work more hours to get more income to cover the overspending. But this is why when we're telling people to put together a budget in retirement, a lot of people start to get... Um, conservative and, and when you're doing a budget and we're talking about being conservative with the budget we're talking about trying to, to estimate low on all your expenses so what we want people to do is estimate high on your expenses uh, so when we're looking at you know how much do you think your electric bill is going to be in retirement we're not saying find the lowest bill you've ever had and put that number no put the highest bill you've ever had on there because you know if you can make the highest potential expenses on there you should be able to do the lowest so one of the things people really need to think about when they're thinking about their expenses in retirement is always estimate high uh if you want to be conservative in putting together any budget estimates always estimate your income low and your expenses high then if you're wrong at least you're wrong in the right direction both ways so uh, your income being estimated lower than you think, your expenses being higher than you think, that gives you some, you know, some wiggle room, some safety in putting together that budget. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, we know what it is and why it's important, but I want to talk for a second about why people don't budget. I mean, and, and so as I sit and talk with people, I think of a couple of reasons why. One is what we're going to address here in a minute. And that is simply a lot of people say, I don't know what, how to budget. Right. And so, so that's a key factor. Why some people don't is they just don't understand how to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I've always looked, used the analogy of, you know, looking in the mirror. You know what I mean? So people want to know, you know what I mean? Should we, you know, we work a budget is basically saying, okay, how much are my actually looking at it? looking at it saying, okay, this is how much money either A is coming in and we have to deal with it or B, these are our expenses and we have to make this work. It's easier to fake it until you make it. It's easier to not actually know the numbers and all these kinds of things. So we want people to know. One thing about retirement that we want people to have is confidence in retirement. You know, if you lived your whole life with, you know, quote unquote, faking it till you make it, you know, just making it by making sure that somehow you just paid all the bills. You didn't know what the bills were every month, but you made you paid them. You didn't know what was coming in necessarily every month, but you made it work. That's you may get there. You may get to the retirement date by by following that method. OK, but once you get to retirement, all of a sudden you got two people who are saying, hey, we have no earned income. We have no paycheck coming in and our expenses are these we need to know. What I always like to tell everybody is you should figure out your retirement budget first of all as soon as possible but especially start practicing it six months before you retire so if you're going to retire in you know two years from now or a year from now six months before find out whatever you said your monthly expenses were try living on that for six months and make sure you can do it don't walk out the door in retirement and say, well, I was planning on living on 6000 a month, uh, you know, net. And so the six months before we kept spending more than 6000 a month, and that's not your number. 
So practice living on that number. Make sure it's a realistic number, you know, in retirement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think the other reason that people don't, why they don't budget as well is the, the other common objection we hear to uh, budgeting is, I don't know what to budget. In other words, they don't know what their costs are going to be in retirement. So they guess at it. And so that's great advice. The living on it for six months prior to retirement, because you're about as close as you can be at that point. And you need to know it's it's not the time to guess. Uh, This has to be, you know, once you get closer, the the more exact we need to be with these numbers. And the other thing too, as I always like to tell people, you shouldn't be allowed to retire without knowing what your expenses are in retirement. And, And I know that sounds kind of, uh, like that's a no brainer. Well, obviously, well, no, there's a lot of people just go into retirement and say, I'm going to take 4% withdrawals of my, you know, my assets. I'm going to live on social security and I'm just going to make it work like I've always done. Well, no, you need to know how much has to come in every month in retirement. You need to know that number and you know that that number is going to be a reality without a lot of stress, without a lot of risk, that number can come in. That's a retirement that leads to confidence that leads to peace of mind, that leads to joy, that leads to freedom, all these things we talked about. Yeah, and, and especially when we want to help people design a plan that gives them the freedom to give, serve, and enjoy life right. in retirement, that's important because there's not freedom when you say, okay, how much income do I have coming in? I have this from us from Social Security. Right. Here's what I have in my nest egg, 4% of that. Now i got to figure out how to live on that. Mm-hmm. Is that freedom? Right. I, I mean, that's not freedom. That's, that's not freedom. That, that is not freedom to live that way. Yeah. So we start with, like you said earlier, the end in mind. We need to know what do you want to do in retirement? And yeah. so right. the, the, the question now is the practical piece people are looking for, mm-hmm. which is how should you budget for retirement planning, for yep. retirement income? Yeah. And, and uh, that, that's the crux of the matter. So, you know, how do we do this practically? But I want to go back and say something about what you just mentioned, and that is what does retirement look like to you? A lot of times people want us just to say, you know, hey, if you can produce 10000 a month in retirement, you're going to be okay. Well, for some people, that may be more than enough to do what they want to do in retirement. For some people, it's not going to be enough. There is no one-size-fits-all. There is no one monthly income amount. There is no one nest egg amount. That's why it's so important that this is customized, that it is personal. Uh, Everyone has their own number, but everyone has their own number. Okay, so in other words, even though there's not just one number that fits everybody, there is one number for everybody. And that's the number you need to figure out. But, and guess what? It doesn't have to be perfect. And guess what? Life changes and things happen, right? So in other words, this may be the number that I think it's going to be. But all of a sudden, as I practice it six months before, I realize it's going to be a different number. Or inflation happens or I get a bigger bill because of insurance, whatever the case may be. But you have to start somewhere. And I think sometimes the enemy of, you know, great is good. You know what I mean? So people are afraid they have to get it perfect. So I'm not going to do anything. Well, no, we, we can always start somewhere because then we can change it. And especially the longer time someone has before they retire. And this is where the challenge comes in. A lot of times we're meeting with people that are five years out from retirement. Who does a budget five years? In, no, no one does a budget five years in advance. So we're not asking you to do a budget five years in advance. What we are saying is uh, we've got a worksheet. Uh, actually, we have a Simplify Your Retirement workbook that we give out at our workshops um, anybody listening to the podcast can certainly contact us at wisewealth.com and request a workbook. We can send this to anybody. Part of this workbook is a budget worksheet. 
And just like everything else that we do, our budget worksheet is simply one page. It's a one page worksheet, very easy to fill out. It's not complicated. Just like everything else we do, we have the credentials to make this complicated. Your budget doesn't have to be complicated. So we just have the broad categories. And what we like to do is tell people there's really two main levels of expenses in retirement that everybody has. One is what we call lifestyle expenses. And the other one is living expenses. And we draw a distinction between the two. So living expenses is really that am the amount of money that has to come in every month, no matter what. Some people will call it your survival expenses. What has to come in? So when we're talking about living expenses or survival expenses. We're talking about what does it take to, to pay the bills for the household? Some people are going to have rent and retirement. Some people are going to have a paid for mortgage. You might actually have a mortgage payment. So what does it cost every month to pay for your housing? Whether it's rent, uh, real estate taxes, insurance on your home, those kinds of things. Then there's utilities, there's food, there's groceries, there's car, uh, car insurance, maybe car payments. Uh, there's personal, you know, hair care and, uh, you know, possibly get your nail, whatever the case may be, nails and uh, beauty supplies and those kinds. There's health care. There's insurance. If someone buys life insurance, that is a living expense. That's an expense that has to be paid no matter what. If someone has long-term care, which we have talked about in the past, if someone has a long-term care policy, that is an essential expense. So you list all the expenses that are living expenses that have to be paid just to survive. House, food, car, and clothes. It really comes down to the basics of life. And so in other words, my point is there is no such thing as about a peaceful, enjoyable retirement. There is no retirement without knowing what has to come in no matter what. And I know I'm emphasizing it like this on purpose, like I always do, because that's the most important number. No one should take a risk with that number. No one should be allowed to retire until they know that they can guarantee. We talk a lot about guaranteeing your income stream. Um, you can guarantee both your living expenses and your lifestyle expenses or just your living. We would say at the very least, you and your spouse, if you're married, should have no question. Uh, there should be no risk to the living expense number. What has to come in just to pay the bills. Believe it or not, some people, when they get to retirement, they want to do more than just pay the bills. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. So you, you can just have enough money coming in to pay all the bills for the rest of your life. And then we have what we call the lifestyle expenses. Lifestyle expenses means I want to do more than just what I have to do to survive. This is my desired lifestyle. So desired means, you know, what do I want to do for entertainment, travel, recreation, memberships, gifts, donations, all these things. So you're going to have one number that is your living expenses. What does it take to just survive and pay all your bills all through our retirement? The other one is after the bills, here's what we want to do every month. We take those two numbers, add them together and it equals someone's total expenses. Mm -hmm. And that's the number we're trying to get at in yeah. retirement. Yeah, it, it's funny because I was sitting here thinking of conversations we've had and mm. advice you've given. So I'm mm. not going to go too deep on this because yeah. I know it'd be like, you know, wind up toy. I'd wind you up and let you go. Yeah. But right. talking about <laughs> how par what parents do for their kids, mm -hmm. right? And you've always said with your kids, you made yeah. sure they know. I'll always make sure you have a roof over your mm -hmm. head, food on the table, clothes on your back. Mm -hmm. That is what, yes. no matter what, I will make sure. And that, that's what, that's how we call living expenses, mm -hmm. right? Yep. But then if I can do other things, if I can help pay for college, mm -hmm. I can buy you a car, I can yeah. send you on these trips. Yeah, yeah I will. Yeah. 
but I'm not guaranteeing you that. And so yeah. Yeah. that's what we're talking about. Well, you're, you're, you mean you lit the flame. I mean, you, I'm already <laughs> trying to cut you off and jump in here, man. Come on. You can't do that to me. That's not part of the script. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. These are the basic necessities of life. That's what we promise our kids. I recommend everyone listen to the show. If you yeah. do have kids, I, I think what they need to know is that they have security. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're not you're not going to leave them homeless. You're they're always welcome to come home, put a roof over their head, food on the table, clothes on their back, uh, make sure they're protected that way. And then obviously, yes, if I can do more than that, yes, I'd love to buy you a car. Yes, I'd love to help pay your way through college. Yes, I'd love to help you pay your down payment on your house. But that's not an obligation of mine because you're bored of my house. Uh, but I do feel obligated to make sure these other things are covered. And so same thing when retirement, I think it's a great analogy simply because yes, we're going to make sure it's our minimum obligation to ourselves and to our spouse or anybody living with us in retirement, that we're going to make sure that the necessities are covered and there's not going to be any risk with that. And then obviously beyond that, we want to do, what do, what do you want to do in retirement? What does your wife want to do? Uh, and guess what? Sometimes it's not the same answer. Okay, so we've had conversations like this in the past. So in other words, you want to make sure that this is a retirement dream. This is a retirement budget that includes both of you. Uh, both of you work towards this. Both of you sacrifice for this. So what are the expenses that we need the budget for in retirement? And if you can guarantee your living and lifestyle expenses, great. If you can only guarantee one, guarantee the living expenses. Don't take a risk with that. And so we want our clients to simply list. And again, we have a worksheet. Anybody can request it, wisewealth.com. Go to contact us and request our worksheet. Uh, we can send that to you. So just a one-page worksheet that lists all the categories of living expenses, all the categories of lifestyle expenses, and estimate high. You and I both know, Paul, as planners, the farther out someone does this. Someone could be 20 years out from retirement. You can put a number in here you know, today, and we would just adjust it for inflation. Uh, we know what the average annual inflation rate is. So someone who's going to retire 10 years from now, you might fill out a budget worksheet for us. And we're going to say that's great based on today's dollars. But if you're going to retire in 10 years from now, here's what you're actually going to need. Let us do that. That's mm -hmm. the financial planning part. Don't say, well, it doesn't matter. It's 10 years from now. Yeah. You can still put together a budget. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I know, especially breaking it down into the two parts, mm -hmm. living and lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not going to have time to get to it in this episode. So the next episode we will talking about some of the different ways you can cover your income. Mm -hmm. That's where it becomes important because there are unique ways that you can do it. And people can, couples can make the decision. I want to make sure that yes, protected guaranteed income for mm -hmm. all our living expenses, but we're going to let our lifestyle expenses fluctuate. And so when we talk about ways to cover income, then it, it becomes important to have it broken out. And so it's, it's critical to do that. Is there anything on that list, though, that people struggle with more than any other, would you say? Yes, absolutely. So when we, when we typically set out these budget worksheets, a lot of people know the answer. You know, they know how much they're spending on real estate taxes, car insurance, you know what I mean, bills like that, utilities perhaps, uh, food and groceries, again, just estimate high. Uh, you know, clothing, those kinds of things. But one one of the biggest ones that people come back with a question mark on, a lot of times with a blank uh, stare, sometimes a blank answer, sometimes zero in there is healthcare cost. It seems to be the number one, one I would say that as far as fears in retirement, it's up there. How much is it cost to just to pay for healthcare expenses? We know when people turn 65, they can go on Medicare. But I think when people even think about Medicare, they think about age 65, they think about healthcare expenses in retirement, they're worried, they're afraid of what that number could be. And so therefore, 
they can't fill this in and, and turn it in because they don't have a number for that. So we want to help people put a number in there. And just like when uh, when you try to light my fire and try to get me going on certain topics or whatever the case may be, I know this is something that you look at constantly. Yeah. Uh, you work with Medicare. And so what would you say to someone when they're saying, I don't know what number to put in the budget for healthcare expenses at retirement? I know what it is now, but how in the world could I possibly know at retirement? Yeah. And so, you know, when we talk about budgeting high, I would say a good starting point today at the end of 2023, heading into 2024, is a good number would be $450 per person. Yep. And we, we do have a show that we did on Medicare where we talked about Medicare, and we'll link to that in the show notes. But it, you can go back and listen to that. Um, I know that this is a big topic. We spend for our Wise Wealth clients, I mean, we'll, we'll do two hours of education when people are turning 65 just kind of the basics of what they need to know about Medicare. But if you need a number and you don't know, $450 is a good starting point for that. And there's a reason behind that. We won't, we don't have time to get into all of that today, but, <laughs> but that's a good starting point. Uh, it, it is interesting that most people will find when I see people's budgets, one of two things happens. Either people don't put anything because they don't know what to put or they don't put it because they're used to it coming out of their paycheck. And what's different is when people get to retirement, a lot of times healthcare becomes one of their biggest expenses in retirement, which is why people are so worried about healthcare because proportionately it becomes one of their biggest living expenses in retirement. And that's why this, uh, this topic today is so important. Talking about a budget in retirement, one of the biggest unknown expenses, healthcare. So I like that. So a couple would be $900 a month. If you don't know what number to put in there, uh, that's over $10,000 a year. So all of a sudden, one of your largest expenses every year, minimum of $10,000 a year in re- per month for healthcare expenses. And that's why we see all these reports coming out that say the average couple spends $250,000 to $300,000 over their lifetime after retirement and healthcare expenses. So if you live 25 years in retirement and uh, you're spending $10,000 a month, you know, or $10,000 a year, that's how you get up to those numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And and then it's something that we want to kind of monitor as we go on too, because especially if you are 10 years out, things are changing. But I know that even just a few years ago, we were saying $350 a person. Right. Then we were saying $400 a person. Today I said 450, although I'm inclined to say 500. I mean, it's it's it keeps creeping up, and we know we've talked about it before. Inflation for healthcare costs go up at a rate faster than normal inflation for everything else, and so it matters. Yeah, I like putting a number in there that's higher, just like everything else. I know your one of your roles here is to help people save as much money as they can when it comes to Medicare, you know, expenses and that sort of stuff. So, if we can say put in there four fifty a month per person or five hundred a month per person, and you can get it for lower, then great. That's what we're talking about on the budget about everything. Uh, estimate high. So you know what I mean. Going back to the budget basic principles when we're putting together a budget for retirement. Even though the natural inclination is to say, well, that's not, I can't put together a budget because I'm not even close. We'll do it in today's dollars. We can add inflation and estimate high in your expenses, low on your income, and then we as planners can do the rest. Yeah, absolutely. So today we talked about the budget primarily when it comes to income planning because we need to know it, but talk about what it is, why it is, and we've given some practical tips on how to budget. Mm -hmm. 
And so, again, I want to thank you today for taking time to walk through this because it is a big part of what people do, especially when we're looking at retirement income planning. may not be fun, like you said, but it is that looking in the mirror and saying, okay, (laughs) we have to make a plan. That's right, and don't let it stop you. It seems like there's so many barriers to people planning for retirement. One of them is... I don't think I, I'm gonna have enough money. I don't know if a financial planner would talk to me. I don't know how to do a budget. I mean, don't let any of these little things, even though they're very important to putting together a plan, stop you from the planning process. This is one big part of it. Again, you don't have to even do this alone. Uh, yep. We can send you the worksheet. And then part of what we do when someone meets with one of our advisors here is we're gonna help you clarify this thing. Uh, we don't expect you to get it right exactly perfectly the first time. Yep. That is part of the clarity conversation that we have with people when we meet with them the first time is helping them work through that. But I will say that over the years we've worked on this and we've had longer budget worksheets and we we found what I believe to be really a good starting point that makes it simple for someone to do it where it's not daunting, it's not overburdensome, mm-hmm. it's easy to do. And so if you don't have a budget for retirement, email us info at wisewealth.com and ask for a copy of the Simplify Your Retirement Workbook, and we would love to get that to you. And then you can take that, and now you have that starting point to be able to answer the question of how much do I need in retirement, both for living and lifestyle expenses. Uh, Thank you, Stephen, for taking time to be able to walk through this today. Mm -hmm. Definitely appreciate your knowledge and expertise and all that you've put together for that and uh, the way you continue to serve Uh, our listening audience, the clients that we have, and anyone who stumbles across this uh, will benefit from your years of knowledge and your expertise in this area. And so lastly, though, thank you to our listening audience. Our last thank you does go out to you. You're the reason we do this. Without you, we wouldn't be here. And so we do thank you for tuning in today, for watching us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. You'll know when the new episodes come out. If you're listening to this as a podcast, hit subscribe so that you're notified when these come out so that you can download the latest episode. It also makes it easy to share with your family and friends. Budgeting at any stage of life is important. And so this is something that can be shared with everyone from, you know, the youngest people you know to the oldest people you know. It doesn't matter. Budgeting is important, so share this. And then stay tuned for... Next episode, when we talk a little bit more about income planning and the ways that we can help you. Again, thank you for tuning in today. This is Paul from Wise Wealth reminding you that financial peace comes from having a plan. And we'll see you next time.